Welcome to the Life in Moderation podcast. I'm your host, Alex Adele King, certified nutritionist and holistic women's health expert. Here, we'll cover all topics related to nutrition, women's health, hormones, self-development, and personal growth. I'm here to guide you on your journey to balancing your hormones, loving your menstruation, cycle syncing, and living your best life. Now let's get into it. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Life in Moderation podcast. In today's episode, I really wanted to talk about perfectionism and tips for overcoming perfectionism since this is a topic that has come up a lot in my life recently and also in the last couple episodes. So if you listen to the episodes prior to this, the topic of perfectionism came up in episode three where I was talking all about why I named my business Nutrition Moderation and in turn why I named this podcast Life in Moderation. And it also came up in episode four with Stephanie Long, where we talked about how to balance your personal and professional life. So this is quite a big topic. And although I won't cover everything, I did just want to talk a little bit about my experience with it and where I am now and kind of my tips to overcoming perfectionism. So for me, it's still a work in progress, but if you clicked on this episode, I'm assuming that perfectionism is something that you might deal with as well. And you're also looking for tips on how to overcome perfectionism and overcome some of these tendencies. So let's just dive right in and talk about perfectionism. So I do have quite a long history with perfectionism. Perfectionism and I have been friends for a very, very long time. So this is something that I've dealt with pretty much since I was a kid. Um, I can remember going way, way back and in grade school before school, my mom would do my hair. And once she was finished spending a long time putting braids in my hair or doing these beautiful ponytails, I would look in the mirror. And if it wasn't perfect, if I didn't like the way that I looked, if I find that I didn't look perfect, then I would just rip those ponytails right out of my head, undo all the braids, undo all the hard work that my mom spent some time doing in the morning. That must have drove her crazy. But if I didn't like the way that I looked in the mirror, I would just completely take out all the elastics from my hair and start from scratch until it looked perfect and until I liked it just the way it was. So now looking back, I obviously didn't realize it at the time, but now looking back, it's something that I realized that those were some perfectionistic tendencies of mine. And then even going into high school, thinking back to some schoolwork, if my writing wasn't perfect or my outfit wasn't perfect or my hair or my makeup or my grades, my friends, whatever it was, if it wasn't perfect and to my standards, I would get really stressed out if my study notes didn't look great or if I didn't get the grade that I wanted or whatever it was, if it wasn't up to my standards, I would get really stressed out. I would take tons of time working on papers and trying to search for the perfect word in a thesaurus or 
whatever it might be. And in doing some research on perfectionism, I found that procrastination is actually a big tendency for perfectionists. So if you are someone who procrastinates quite a bit, that is a perfectionistic tendency. So we tend to procrastinate because the thought of writing the perfect paper We know how much time that will take and we know how much stress it'll give us and how much stress it'll cause in our life. So we put that off until the very last minute where we know that we'll only have a couple hours to get it done or whatever it might be. And so in our minds, we think, okay, so if I only have an hour or two to get this done, that's not a lot of time to stress about the little details. And so procrastination is a big perfectionistic tendency. So if that sounds like you, you'll want to listen to the rest of this episode to get some tips on how to overcome perfectionism. And so the more formal definition of perfectionism, if this connects with you, is a person who refuses to accept any standard short of perfection. So essentially, perfectionism is kind of this idea that you have in your head. So perfect for me might mean different perfect for you. So for me, it might be to have my appearance look really good. For you, it might be to have the perfect grades or, you know, so it might show up a little bit differently in some people, but that is the idea of it is that we refuse to accept anything less than these crazy high standards that we set for ourselves. That might connect with you if you're thinking, I have to get the perfect grades, I have to have the perfect friends, I have to be the perfect brother or sister, I have to be the perfect daughter or son, I have to be, for me, the perfect nutritionist, the perfect coworker, the perfect employee. And so, When we hold ourselves to these really high standards, we can feel a lot of pressure. So in trying to be this perfect person for everybody else, I was trying to be a people pleaser. So I was trying to please everybody around me so that I could be that perfect person for them. And when I didn't live up to the perfect standards that I set for myself in being the perfect student, the perfect employee, the perfect daughter so on and so forth, I would be absolutely heartbroken and disappointed in myself. I would hold myself to these really high standards and I would feel all this pressure. And, you know, now that I think back, no one else was holding me to these high standards. It was all me and it was all myself. It was in my head and it was the way that I was feeling. No one else was making me feel this way. And so eventually, a lot of this took a pretty big toll on my mental health. And so this is kind of where I wanted to start changing these tendencies and these habits because I realized that I have the power to change this. If no one is holding me to these high standards, then why can't I just go ahead and change my standards? And so that's kind of where I started my journey healing and letting go of perfectionism. Perfectionism is really strongly linked to a lot of mental health issues like depression, anxiety, some eating disorders, self-harm, and OCD. So this made me think that I need to let go of some of these tendencies before it takes a really big toll on my mental health, before 
it makes me really crazy anxious. And so I really wanted to get a hold on this. And so in doing some research and in learning how to let go of some of these really high standards, I thought to myself, you know what? Why am I trying to achieve perfectionism when life is not perfect? (laughs) Typically, life does not always go the way that you plan it to go. I mean, sometimes it does, but in if you think of the course of your entire life, has anything ever gone identical to the plan that you set for yourself? I mean, traveling, kids, food, baking, all of that is so unpredictable. The amount of times that I made a recipe that failed or that I was almost late for a flight or that I was five minutes late to a class because of traffic or um, a good example too is with a lot of my clients since I do specialize in women's health and hormones is a birth plan and so it's good to write out a birth plan because in the perfectly ideal situation it will go according to your birth plan but a lot of the times it doesn't because birth and babies and life is unpredictable and don't think about what you could have changed in the past because thinking about what you could change in the past in a situation that didn't go your way can be crippling. Believe me, I know a lot of people can relate to, let's say if you get in an argument and you think of the perfect comeback or the perfect thing to say (laughs) hours later, days later, weeks later, and it's like, you know what? don't stress about it because you can't go back in time. So that's an example of something that you can try and plan it to the T, which is always a good idea because it might go that way, but not being attached to that plan because something could happen and it might not go according to plan, but to be able to learn and adapt and go with the flow is really, really important. So another area that I wanted to focus on with perfectionism was the idea of perfectionism in your work. So we did touch a little bit earlier on in procrastination and perfectionism and how procrastination is a form of perfectionism. So something else that I wanted to talk about was something that Stephanie Long says, which is that done is better than perfect. So if you're anything like me, especially if you're in the online space, which a lot of my practice does take place, is that I held back posting a lot of things, whether it be a video or a post because either I didn't like the content or the text that I wrote out or the quality of the photo or whatever it was, I held back from posting it so many times when in reality I could have just posted it because it could have helped someone out there. It could have connected with someone, could have pulled someone out of a hole or really given someone inspiration. And so I really do love the quote that done is better than perfect. So this is something that I'm trying to work on a lot is just putting it out there and putting it up online for everyone to see and really going against all my instincts to judge myself, critique myself, pick out every single little detail that I think is not perfect. And that being said, another 
big area of my practice that I'm focusing on right now is this podcast. The amount of times that I've recorded something and then deleted it and then re-recorded it. This could go for videos as well, or the amount of times that I recorded the intro and looking for the music for this podcast. I all wanted it to be perfect, even in something that you guys don't know about, but in episode two, I recorded this really long, detailed podcast episode all about the side effects of the birth control pill. I had listed out all the nutrients it depletes and then what those nutrients do, um, the mechanism, the pathway, and then foods that, <laughs> that contain high amounts of those vitamins. And I got my partner to listen to it because I wanted his opinion on it and what he thought about it. And he said, this is so boring and, you know, people might not want to listen to this. And so I really started judging myself and I thought, oh gosh, this is not perfect. I can't put that out there. If my partner thinks it's boring, then I'm sure everyone else will think it's boring too. And so I thought, you know what? Okay, scrap that idea. What am I going to do? This was the night before it was going live and I didn't have enough time to re-record a whole brand new topic. So I started stressing about it because my high standards and my perfectionism just came out of me like a beast. And I was like, what the heck am I going to do? Instead of just putting it out there, learning from my mistakes and taking those mistakes as a growth opportunity, I decided to just cut back all the information, keep it really short, and then just post a really short version. And in my mind, I was thinking that's fine. That works. At least I put it out there, even though it wasn't up to my high quality standards. But I also could have posted the long one because learning from those mistakes, if I were to get poor feedback from it, I'm learning to look at those mistakes as growth opportunities. And so it's all about putting the content out there, putting yourself out there, and then learning from those mistakes and then just doing better next time. I love the quote, when you know better, you do better. And that goes for a lot in life, whether it's something in your business or your personal health, that quote goes a long way. And so I do find that a lot of these perfectionist tendencies and mindset can really hold you back in a lot of different areas. Another tendency of perfectionism is also to overthink a lot of situations. So if you're an overthinker, that is also a perfectionistic tendency. So if you tend to overthink situations or plan out situations, plan out things in your head, um, I know a lot of people might relate to this as well, but before you hop on a call with someone, whether it be calling your bank and you plan out a whole script on exactly what you're going to say. I used to do that all the time um, when I was on the phone for a job offer or if I had to call someone about anything, I would pre-prepare a script so that way I would be prepared for whatever questions they were going to ask me. So that was the perfectionist in me wanting to control the situation and think, okay, well, if they say this, I'm going to say this. And in reality, which I've learned a little bit more as I got older, but just being yourself. And then if something goes wrong, if you say the wrong thing, you are a human. So we kind of need to squash that 
perfectionism idea because humans make mistakes. We are not robots. We're bound to say the wrong thing or make mistakes on words. And so that's another thing with this podcast. I want to try and not edit it very heavily. So sometimes I might stumble on my words or say the wrong thing. And so that's just going to be a part of the podcast to show you who I am and that I make mistakes. I am by no means perfect at all. And so really trying to just be more of myself. So instead of aiming for that flawless perfectionism, I want to be a little bit more raw and real with you guys. Another tendency of a perfectionist is the fear of being judged. So this is a reason why we tend to hold back a lot for fear of being judged and criticized. So in our relentless pursuit of being flawless and perfect, this is to try and prove our worth, to try and prove that we are worthy of something and to try and avoid this criticism. But in reality, if you're putting something out online, there's bound to be some sort of criticism. There's bound to be someone out there that doesn't like what you're doing for one reason or another. So if you think about someone that you love, like for instance, me, I love Oprah. And in my mind, I'm like, who could not love Oprah? Her podcast is great. Her wisdom is great. Everything about her is just so comforting. Who could not love Oprah? But there are some people who don't love Oprah. And so I'm like, okay, so if there's people out there who don't love Oprah or Ellen or Beyonce or whoever that star is for you, whoever you put up on that pedestal, just think that if there are people out there that don't like them, there's bound to be people out there that don't drive with you and your personality either. So you might as well just go out there and be authentically you rather than being feared for criticism. Just go out there and do you and try not to get down for anyone who's calling you up for something because that will really hit home for a perfectionist. So that will just add a ton of unnecessary stress and pressure in our already demanding lives. So I would just say, let that go. And I'll have some tips coming up at the end of the episode as well. But Just speaking of those people like Oprah, Ellen, Beyonce, Michelle Obama, anyone like that, if you think of what makes most people successful in their business, it's adversity. I really do believe that first you have to struggle to be able to come out strong, come out on the other side with experience, with something to offer, something to give. So life will never be perfect. Life is always out of your control and sometimes you just need to let go and surrender so having that adversity or going through that struggle in the end will make you successful if you think about let's say the business coaches out there how did they get to where they are because they found an area where they were struggling and a need where people need help and they wanted to fill that need i became a nutritionist because One, my love for food. I love food a lot. And then two, I mostly just want to help people out there. I want to help people who are in need. So if I see someone struggling, I want to fill that void. So if someone is struggling with what to eat, 
I want to really go in and help them and show them the way because I struggled as a kid with um, a lot of food and body image. And so with me struggling with that, also a lot of hormone imbalance, but you would know that if you listened to the first couple episodes about my whole journey. But I went through that whole struggle with food, body image, hormone imbalance, skin issues. And so my life was by far very far from perfect. So I wanted to learn about that and fill that void. And so that's why I do what I do for business now. So anyways, let's just reel it back in. That was just a little bit of a tangent that I went off on there. But again, I'm not perfect. This is all a learning process for me and I'm trying not to feel any pressure or any fear of failure. I'm trying not to self-sabotage. I'm aiming for progress over perfection and done is better than perfect. So with all that being said, I really wanted to touch on some tips to help you recover from being a perfectionist. And with that being said, I'll give you a couple tips but implementing them will not be perfect. Don't aim to implement all of them right away because that will also set you up for failure. I find in my nutrition practice, but also in life, it's better just to start slow and work your way up. So recovering from my perfectionistic tendencies may always be a struggle for me, hopefully not. Hopefully I'll just learn to overcome that A lot of the people that I surround myself with also really help. So if you do have more of a type A personality, more of that perfectionist personality, try and surround yourself with people who are more go with the flow, more calming, and then learn to adapt a little bit more like them. So there's a saying that you become a lot like the people, the top five people who you surround yourself with. So I suggest surrounding yourself with more go with the flow types, more chill types, someone who's not really high anxiety, OCD, because that will just bring out those tendencies a lot more. So in surrounding yourself with someone who's a little bit more laid back, maybe you can learn to let go a little bit of that. So here are my tips. Identify and acknowledge if you are a perfectionist, number one, because once you realize that, then we can actually work with that. So think, when do these tendencies show up for you? Do you have to have the perfect appearance, have the perfect body, have the perfect grades, have the perfect program or the perfect speech, the perfect video, the perfect podcast episode? And are these thoughts holding you back from living an awesome, messy life? So think about that. Think about when these tendencies come out in you and then think about what is it holding you back from doing? I know in high school, if I didn't have the perfect outfit or the perfect hair, if my hair was doing something weird or the perfect makeup, it would hold me back a lot from hanging out with my friends, going out, going to a party, different things like that. So think about what it is and what it's holding you back from. Even in business, I'll bring that up um, again. So in business, (laughs) if you don't have the perfect lighting or the perfect song to go with your video, is that going to hold you back from posting it? Uh, The number two tip that I have is learn to accept and grow from your mistakes. So do you think every person who is successful 
now has started out perfect? Definitely not. Everyone struggles at first. So learning to kind of go with the flow and then grow from those opportunities. So learn to grow from that and go with the flow rather than holding yourself back if the situation is not perfect. Tip number three is positive self-talk. So this is something that I work on a lot with myself and also my clients. So the example that I like to use is if you walk past a mirror, what are the types of things that you say to yourself? So if you look in the mirror, especially in coming out of the shower, what do you see? Do you like what you see? What are the thoughts that are going through your mind? If someone you knew, like a partner of yours or a friend, if they were to say those things to you, those thoughts in your mind, would you be offended? Depending on what the thought is, if it's a negative thought, if your friend was saying those things to you, how would you feel? So your body is essentially taking those thoughts and feeling the same emotions on the inside but for some reason we think it's okay to have all this negative self-talk to ourselves and we think that it's fine we think that it's okay to say these terrible things to ourselves in the mirror and yet it's causing it's almost like mold growing in your body and the more negative things you say the more it's just going to fester and grow in your body And negative emotions can cause a lot of health problems. So working on more self-love and positive self-talk is going to be a big one. Tip number four is to adjust your standards and set realistic expectations. So this might be a tough one to hear. I know it was a tough one for me to hear to think about readjusting my standards because I'm a dreamer. I have big thoughts, big goals big emotions and so to readjust my standards is a little bit difficult for me but I'm learning to go with the flow not set these crazy high standards for myself and kind of not stop dreaming but just lowering the bar a little bit so that it's something attainable and achievable and something a little bit more realistic where I won't be so hard on myself. Tip number five is don't define yourself by your accomplishments. Tip number six is instead of focusing on the outcome, enjoy the process. Just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the ups, the downs, the good, the not so good. Take it all as a learning and growing experience. And tip number seven is to learn some affirmations that can really help. So along with the positive self-talk, some affirmations that I suggest and choose one that works for you. Choose one that really resonates for you. Some that I like are my worth is not based on my achievements. So very similar to tip number five, another affirmation that you might like is I don't have to be perfect for people to like, accept, or love me. So that one might resonate with you as well. So those are some tips for overcoming perfectionism. I hope this really helped you. In the end, just some thoughts. Just to wrap up this episode is that this is all a learning experience. So if you're anything like me, just take it day by day hour by hour, and try not to be so hard on yourself. Try to just go with the flow a little bit more, push yourself out of your comfort zone, 
and just love yourself a little bit more. So thanks for listening to this episode and I can't wait to see you again on another one. My friends, thank you so much for listening in. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it with a friend, subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. For more health, wellness, and lifestyle tips, you can come say hi to me on Instagram at nutritionmoderation or online at nutritionmoderation.com. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are. We'll chat soon.